Our passion didn't start with a mouth. It started with people, with the well-being of the profession. And if you're like me, maybe a little bit of your nerdiness and all things tech too. We all want to love what we do, but the truth is burnout, people problems, and glass ceilings can keep us from doing what we set out to do. So let's get back to the heart of connection. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. This show is about passing you the knowledge, the habits, the systems, and the strategies to lead your teams, lean on your tech, and listen to your gut while you take care of people and truly the overall health of our communities. Let's stop using the wrong end of the toothbrush, y'all. My name is Dr. Kelly Tanner. Oh, and uniquely, I'm a dental hygienist too. You can consider me a guru in the dental and leadership industry. With over three decades of experience, my goal is to take you to the next level by empowering growth, perspective, and confidence. By identifying the gaps, recognizing the plaque, and extracting the truth with the other experts in the field. I'll share their stories, empower you to own yours, and elevate your passion in the process. So have a seat in the chair, put on your bib, and let's get to work. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. I am Dr. Kelly Tanner, and today I have a special guest, Mike Buckner. Mike, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. This is a great place to have it. Too. <laughs> yeah, we are at the Catapult Retreat. If you guys don't know about Catapult Education, you should look them up online. But Mike has—I met Mike last year at this retreat because I've been a—I've been a member of this organization for two years, and um, Mike has has been doing some amazing things in dentistry, and you have quite a history in dentistry. Yeah, I've been in this space uh, coming up on eleven years now. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because when, when I, when I first started, it was a company called smile reminder way back in the day. And I thought, you know, dental dentistry, like what I, I have no business being in here. I haven't, I don't have a, uh, you know, any sort of dental background. It's not in my family. Um, more or less just the, the business side, business development. And, uh, and so I started at solution reach and, I had people tell me, they said, once you're in dental, you're never going to leave. Everyone just kind of like stays in dental. Once you're in dental, you stay in dental. And I thought, nah, there's no way. But honestly, after, after being in the, uh, in the space for a couple of years, I thought I can never leave. I love the space. I love the, the networking, the relationships. And, and what was exciting to me is seeing, seeing these, uh, you know, these practice owners, um, you know, implementing tools and technologies to help them efficiently run their business and improve overall patient care and improve just the efficiency and flow of their practice. I got hooked. Yeah. It's kind of, it, it's neat to see the progression of things too. I mean, because with 11 years in the field and in the dental industry, you've seen so many changes just in your time here. I mean, I've been in for, um, well, for 30 years, but just uh, even then this past 11, it's been amazing. The capability, the capabilities that we have now. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I think back to when I first started at, at uh, Smile Reminder, which changed its name to Solution Reach. And it was the first company to start text messaging, yeah. right? They were the first ones to start text messaging patients and reminding them of their appointments. And I remember, you know, people were, people were losing their minds over it. They were so excited about it. They're like, wait a second, I can, I can text my patients. I don't have to have somebody call and, 
And, uh, you know, and then this was clear back when, when some of the feedback was, well, you know, it, my patients, I, they don't want to get a text. They'll, they'll get upset that, oh, this is going to cost me, you know, 10 cents or whatever to get a text message. And to see the progression of, you know, the now what seems to be such a crowded space, that patient communication side of so many different companies and solutions that have continued to build and adapt and layer on technology on top of that. And it, it truly is, you know, the fact that technology has such a short shelf life what's relevant and what is you know, game changing today. We just know that you've got to stay on top of your game because in the next six months, there's going to be new changes and adaptations to the technology and improvements. And that's going to continue. And, and we should expect that. I remember when I got my first text ever. Do you remember like when you got your first, do you guys remember pause for a second when you got your first text, especially if you're, like you're around my age, Mike's, much, much younger than me, but you remember, I thought it was so impersonal. Do you yeah. remember? I'm like, why don't they just call me? I don't understand why they're, why they're texting me. Yes. And, and now, and now we all know you get a phone call or a text message and from somebody that you don't know, or from a number or a business, I'm like, yeah, there's no way. Like, if you haven't scheduled a call with me, I don't have time for this right now. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then now it's almost like you get annoyed if people don't, text you before they call you no. like what is this what what kind of uh, mutiny is this because, yeah, because i'm in meetings you have a problem with me why are you calling me right now you haven't texted me to ask me if you could call me yeah so you've been in you've been in this side of the industry and what kind of changes have you seen other than the texting and all of the capabilities that we've just alluded to now you're now you're into a different space which is life-changing and i know that when i met you i was like my mind was blown about what you're doing at Pearl. Yeah. So uh, going back, actually, when I was at, at Weave, um, I spent about four years over at Weave. And and I remember the conversations that we were having internally in the company around artificial intelligence and what artificial intelligence can do with chatbots and with texting. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, at the time we were thinking, wow, this is, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where artificial intelligence truly impacts the industry and what ways that, that, you know, artificial intelligence can really, um, you know, branch out and have different applications in different products. And so when I left Weave, um, you know, I, I was, I was uh, speaking with a few different companies and, and kind of figuring out, you know, the next moves of where I wanted to go. And I came upon, how artificial intelligence was being utilized uh, with with radiographs, mm. and I thought, oh my gosh, this this is going to be the next big you know, pinnacle in, in in the dental space. And I truly believe that it will be the standard of care that will be expected, mm-hmm. you know, with within every dental practice in in the next few years. Do people get scared by AI? Like what's, what's, what's the feeling behind that? Oh yeah. It's the same sentiment that, that, you know, people got scared by text messages too. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, we can't do that. But, and, and honestly, when you think about AI, there's a big misconception and a lot of people just think, Oh, this is computers taking over everything and this is going to replace a dentist. And and absolutely not. In fact, um, you know, the, how, how Pearl uses and, and implements AI is it the efficiency and the, the accuracy when utilized with the dentist in conjunction with the dentist, it's a tool 
to be used with the dentist. Um, the, the findings and accuracy of the pathologies that are detected um, skyrocket. And, and so just knowing, you know, the, uh, the, the benefits of it and, you know, where it's going, I think that now versus last year, the misconceptions, people are now aware of artificial intelligence being utilized with radiographs. People have heard about it and now it's like, okay, we need it. Yeah. So with this, is it, it's not taking the place of the doctor or the hygienist or any specialist or anyone. It's truly like another set of eyes is from what I'm, what I have noticed with it too, because it helps the practitioner pick up on things because as you all know, in your dental practices, you are running from room to room a lot of times. And what I see and what doctor sees can be very different. And so what I love about Pearl and the second, the, the, the second opinion is what it's called with Pearl is that if we, if doctor and I are both missing something, it picks up on it because sometimes it's not so obvious. Yeah. Right. And so what is some of the, what is like one example that you could share with our audience about the, the difference that it's made in someone's life? So I'm going to, I'm going to actually kind of highlight how artificial intelligence can, you know, the difference that it can make, not, not just in dentistry, but in, in medicine. AI has been utilized in medicine now for some time. And Pearl was the first company to actually bring that with FDA clearances into the dental space in March of 2022. And dentistry was behind the game. I mean, it, it was, there were different, different um, specialties that were utilizing it. The biggest example, and to kind of get, you know, go on a little personal side, uh, this last year, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. But when we went in for a mammogram, they looked at the mammogram, black and white images. They looked at the mammogram and they said, yeah, it, it looks like something, but not typical of, of cancer. It doesn't look like breast cancer. So it's probably just a cyst. Um, but, you know, let's, let's do an ultrasound. So we did an ultrasound. Again, black and white images, right? Looking at the ultrasound. Yeah, it, it, it looks like something, but it's not typical of breast cancer, right? I think it, it probably assist and, and, uh, you know, we can, we can do another one in a few years or we can check back and, and kind of see if this is progressing or, uh, or if you want, you can do a biopsy, which calls me up and I'm thinking, wait, so they're basically going to just let you, let you leave. We know that something's up. Yeah. Let's do a biopsy. So we do a biopsy and find out she has stage two invasive ductal carcinoma. And at that point, I was like, my mind was blown because I thought, okay, we've come so far in, in medicine, in technology, and yet we're still leaving, we're still leaving it up for human interpretation, looking at these black and white images and really deciding kind of the fate or the path forward for this patient. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at that point I was like, I really became passionate about this mission of AI in the space, because when it comes down to it, the human eye can really only differentiate between 30 and 50 different shades or tonalities of gray. And with computers and artificial intelligence, it can basically differentiate between 550 and 750 different shades of gray. So it's That's able to go big. in to break down 
the, the variations and detect early stage caries, for example, that would be almost naked to the human eye. And so what we've seen oftentimes is, you know, especially speaking with dentists, um, yeah, my, my first reaction when coming to this space was that people would think, oh, you know, what? I'm good enough. I don't miss anything. I don't need artificial intelligence to look at my, my x-rays or radiographs. And I was wrong because almost everyone that I, that I speak with, the doctors say, I absolutely, I know I miss things on good days, bad days, you know, that what, what I pick up on or see on a radiograph might be different if I look at it at eight in the morning versus after a long day and I'm looking at it and I want to get out of here. And, and so even talking with the dentist, they know that, you know, depending on things, we, we missing, we miss things sometimes, yeah. especially if it's up to human interpretation to look at these radiographs. And, and so we've seen, we've seen a massive impact. In fact, on average, on average, when practices implement artificial intelligence to look at their radiographs. And when we do, we go in and we pull the last 18 months of x-rays and we run them all through our, our AI detections and to basically look for undiagnosed opportunity. And when we do that, especially within the first month of utilizing it, on average, practices are surfacing between ten dollars and $30,000 of just undiagnosed treatment of patients coming in that month. So it's, it's made a huge impact in the space and the, the acceptance of, you know, pulling in artificial intelligence, it's people, like I said, people now see it and they know it, understand it, and they know that they need it. That's mind blowing. And the story with your wife and you're exactly right. There's that fatigue that we all go through and relying on those shades that we're only as good as what we're seeing. On an x-ray, we truly don't know until you go in and you, if you were to literally biopsy something, send it off for pathology. Um, What I also wonder, too, is do you feel like this also gives the team confidence in what they're doing? Confidence, but also, you know, especially with with our hygienists that take the the x-rays, the radiographs, and, and instantaneously, in real time, it pops up on, on uh, Pearl's platform and they're able to see all the detections, you know, the uh, carries, how, not just carries or not just carries, you know, detections, but how far into the dentin, how far into the enamel, how far into the cementum, you know, 62% of the decay is, is, uh, is in the dentin. And to see that outline and then the breakdown of the tooth anatomy, it makes it easy to have those conversations with patients because now they, they see it on the screen. They see that this is, you know, backed by by AI, and it really helps build trust. And the patients look at this, and in fact, we see on average, we see case acceptance skyrocket in practices up to 35 percent wow. because patients see it and they're like, okay, let's let's move forward with it. And so, um, yeah, it's it's making big strides, yeah, and 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 changing the uh, overall outcomes for sure. And then I'm thinking too about periodontal disease. It's so hard to, I mean, usually when a patient comes to you, they, they're motivated by the fact that it hurts. And sometimes you're just, you know, dentistry only gets more expensive, right? And so you want to catch it when it's early. And with Mm -hmm. Pearl, it gives you that percentage of confidence. It'll literally say, this is the confidence level that this is this as well, which I really love about that. And because it's giving me, it's almost like handing over the confidence to me to say, this is how confident I am okay, now I can make a decision or a recommendation on that. And then 
truly to, I feel like I always talk about, you know, people say, Kelly, what are, what are you passionate about? Leadership, people, and how technology connects leadership and people and what it reinforces with the confidence that it allows for people to communicate, to bridge those life that, that to better someone's life. And so with this technology, it's allowing people to communicate in a way that they never could before with the patient to actually hear what they're thinking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, you know, the kind of the whole flow too, especially with the hygienist that can, can look at the radiographs, pull it up, see all the detections and almost, you know, you're saving time because then they're able to, to look, highlight, doctor comes in, she's already talked to the doctor and, and already, you know, pulled it up in front of the patient. Again, because it's FDA cleared and it's, it's, it can be patient facing in real time, the patient sees it and they're like, okay, what, well, what is it? What's going on here? What's going on here? And that patient's primed. They're educated. They see it. They understand it. The doctor comes in and is able to further that educational, you know, um, that educational process to really let them know here's the data we're, we're just presenting the facts now and, and the emotions left out of it because i know that sometimes it's like well i know that this patient might only have x for insurance mm-hmm. and they might only be cleared for this and so we might leave things out or might well we'll watch this we'll we'll come back to this later but when the patient can see it and we, we give that decision up to them. We present the facts. We present what's going on and let them decide, you know, what they, what right. they want to move forward with. That's really how, how uh, that flow should be going. Yeah. You're giving that patient the autonomy, which is part of our, it's part of our ethics and what we uh, commit to with the American Dental Association. And, and that we're always going to give the patient that information, allow them to make that decision because people truly can't make decisions if they don't have the information. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't know, well, we don't know what we don't know, period. And with this, it, it does pop out on the screen and it gives us that opportunity for the patient. They almost, it's just like with 3D scanning or any other digital um, digital device, like with intraoral cameras that we're using, the patient goes, that doesn't look good. Why, why is that box around that? And what is that telling you? So it starts that dialogue that then be- it has them take the ownership of that. It's, it's. It's that, it's that accountability as well, because it takes it off of what we, when we're talking about leadership and lessons and it's that shift of accountability from one person to another, because I can't want something for my patient more than they want it. So how do I help them value that and my decision-making and how I'm communicating that to the patient? Yeah. And, you know, again, going back to just, we're utilizing a lot of the same technologies as far as x-rays go, mm-hmm. you know, we're still looking at the black and white images. Yeah. And it blows my mind sometimes when, you know, the, the, the doctor, the team will show the patient, the x-rays and say, do you see this little, this little gray spot right here? And the patient's like, am I, am I looking at teeth? I'm looking at, <laughs> what am I looking at here? You know, it all, it's all black and white. It's, and so to have the coloration come in with AI, to be able to say this part on the x-ray, this is the dent, this is the, the pulp and look at the measurements here and we see that circle where the, where the carries is and how close it is to the pulp. Today, the treatment plan is going to be different if we wait any, any longer, because once we touch this area, it's a completely different treatment plan. Again, we're giving them the tools and the information to come together with the clinician and make the decisions together as, as to how to uh, improve their overall oral health. Amazing. And 
also too with this AI, has it strengthened the opportunity to, because I know as a hygienist <laughs> that when we're in the operatory talking about things and doctor talks about things, when they walk up to the front, a lot of times there's that amnesia that happens from the operatory to the front desk. And if it's a standard within the practice to use it, it feels like it almost um, empowers the team to know to have the confidence in the doctor and in the practice. And so there's this overall ripple effect for the community. I feel like if they know that you're that, you're that office that's using that technology to care for patients. Yeah. And in that whole process too, it's the differentiator, right? It's the, yeah. it's the patients knowing that, wow, this, this practice is utilizing AI with, with their, their diagnoses. And that's, that's a big differentiator. And then for the patient to be able to have a printout mm. that shows the images and the areas that AI you know, detected and picked up. And again, before, before showing any of this to the patient, the doctor can always go in and say, you know what, we're going to watch this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unhighlight or remove this one. So they have that editing capability and then they can print it out, show it to the patient so that when they do go up to the front and they have that printout showing everything that's going on, it, it does it. It helps with that overall uh, case acceptance. And I feel like too, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I, I've worked in practices and that attempt to where sometimes I'm questioning like, how do I say this in an appropriate way? Sometimes I wonder if the doctor is seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. And I start to question, especially when I was temping and it was, um, they were completely on a different page than what I was. So this truly like calibrates the team and it holds them. It gives them again, I, I keep saying the word accountability, but I think that with this, if everyone knows that everyone's doing the right thing for that team and for that patient, there's no room for questioning. Wow. That doctor is over treating or that doctor is under treating because what we, what we know with um, the most, most of the board of dentistry cases is that the number one Number one reason why doctors get, get sued, I mean, there's always going to be lawsuits, right? But the reason why they lose the cases is because they have failure to diagnose, right? And so what are you seeing with that with that piece? Yeah, in fact, it's, it's, it's crazy, especially recently, the number of law firms that are out there that are advertising to patients saying, hey, did your dentist miss this or, or, or uh, you know? Uh, periodontal disease did they did they not catch it earlier or you know they're, they're basically advertising to the patient saying hey let's let's go after your dentist and so again this just really helps like you said calibrate the whole team make sure that it's not diagnosing and that's i guess a really important piece here is it's not diagnosing as far as this is how we should proceed but it's it's highlighting the detection saying team doctor let's come together these are the areas that ai is saying there is a high likelihood that X, Y, Z is going on here. And so uh, it, again, it just, it, it helps make sure that nothing is missed. The team can come together, unite the team on how to move forward. Yeah. So the differences between what the hygienist sees, what the doctor sees, now they can come together and discuss it and talk about it, see it, and then decide how to move forward. It's almost like another team member, <laughs> isn't it? Going, hey, Mike, there's there's something you need to look at over here. I, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? To bring everyone together with that. And then if we talk about retention and a lot of the uh, team retention and the things that keep that team together with that confidence in doctor and what they're providing for the patients, 
it serves that why of why we're all in dentistry, I think, too, because we're there to improve lives. I've talked to thousands of folks across the world about their why, you know, the, the question of why you're in dentistry and why did you choose dentistry? And it's always it's about the people. It's about the human element. So if your practice is like this, your patients are out talking about it. They're taking the screenshot with the with their phone or, or their screen, and it's on their camera roll, and they're with the with they're with their groups. And just think about the ripple effect of this in your community and what that means for patient referrals for team retention, because technology truly pulls people together in a way that you can't. It's hard to measure that. What you say. Oh, absolutely. And like you said, it, it pulls people together. It is about that, that, that connecting piece, that connecting element. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's funny because it is kind of a play on words, but it definitely connects. <laughs> it definitely connects us. And we learned during COVID the importance of connection with our families because we were so isolated. And I feel like that this second opinion piece, and then also the other piece of the practice, practice intelligence, yeah, the yeah. practice intelligence as well. It truly connects us to what we don't know and what the possibilities are. I don't know about you. If you've ever lost your phone, you literally don't know what you're missing. Like if there's, <laughs> if there's meetings or something that you're supposed to be at, you know, it pulls everything together for that communication. Yeah. So Mike, how do people get in touch with you? How do they learn more about this technology and, you know, to connect with your team? Yeah, so our, our website is uh, hellopearl.com. Um, feel free to reach out to me. My email is mike at hellopearl.com and uh, would love to get you in touch with uh, with one of our account executives and be able to show you firsthand and walk you through, you know, how AI can really help and, and uh, you know, how it's implemented into the practice and, and reading the images and what the patient flow looks like. So, would love to show you and uh, feel free to reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's an honor to have you here. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. And so for all of our listeners, uh, thanks to Mike for coming out. If you wouldn't mind doing me a favor and going on Google podcast to give us a five-star rating, come on, Mike five, five-star rating. And then also like, and subscribe to us on YouTube at the dental handoff. Hope you guys are doing well and keep making a difference. Thank you.